You know, one of the things that we probably need are some discussions really about any subject that we need to learn about, right? Information is power. One of them is electric vehicles. It's really interesting. I uh, see people's reactions and things uh, around social media and elsewhere. And really, we don't know a lot about how EVs can be integrated into our lives. And uh, at the same time, boy, we seem to be headed in that direction, don't we? So Vince Pavone is here from Lakeview Ford and will be from time to time to have these conversations to help us understand some of maybe even the challenges associated with driving EVs. Hi, Vince. Hi, Richard. Well, my mind is uh, having an EV explosion. So <laughs> I'm glad that I have the opportunity to talk to you and, and share some of the interesting things that I've learned over the last few weeks. Ford had their annual dealer meeting in Las Vegas two weeks ago. My son and I attended and we had an opportunity to listen to Jim Farley and Bill Ford Jr. talk about the future of mobility and Ford. And Ford has made a $50 billion investment into uh, EVs. And uh, it's a little bit scary and it's a very exciting. But uh, to your point, we better learn about EVs pretty quickly because it's coming and we're not going to be turning back. Yeah, I think that uh, people too have uh, some trepidation about this, don't they? And I'm sure that Ford wouldn't make a $50 billion investment without knowing that and knowing how to help people think that through. Exactly. I mean, Tesla kind of paved the way and they, they, they did it by having a very uh, easy customer facing digital experience so that customers who are interested in EVs could easily go online, pick out their model, pick out their color tap, tap, tap without a dealer experience and buy a car. And then it would mysteriously show up at their home three to six months later. And that was that. Now, we call those people early adopters, okay? And most of their volume was in California and the West Coast, where due to legislation and uh, what we call zero emission states, which mean for every every ICE vehicle, they want to sell an electric vehicle so that there's a balance in the quote-unquote damage to the environment. So these Tesla buyers kind of showed us the way in the early adoption of EVs. And uh, Ford uh, is, a, is a car company, not a technology company, has spent a lot of time because of our experience in automotive, developing very unique products that are far superior to Tesla. And, uh, and and are really relying on the dealers to be the differentiator between themselves and the competition. In doing so, there's a wholesale change going on, which is scary, isn't it? It's very scary because as we get out of early adopters and we go to this new majority of people who are going to consider, I think 40% of all buyers are going to consider an EV for their next purchase which is a lot higher than I thought. Right. And what, what they're relying on is that the dealer, which Tesla doesn't have dealers, just so everyone knows, it's an online company. But Ford's making a bet that it's going to be the dealers that are going to be the differentiator to, to show 
uh, the the new buyers who aren't tech savvy, how to drive this vehicle, how to understand the charging of the vehicle, how to understand the ability to wade through the financial options as it relates to rebates and leasing, and really push this new customer across the finish line in terms of adopting a electric vehicle as common practice for them to use in their home for transportation. How much of this is psychology? Did they talk about that mindset? And I'll tell you why I asked that. I met a guy last week in Grand Rapids who's put 30,000 miles on his Mach-E. We're going to talk to him. And one of the fascinating things to me about him was his mindset, which is, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to have to charge this thing. We're going to do it. Did Ford talk about that at all? Mindset and, and how to help customers shift their view? Well, we, we talked about it a lot. There's a lot of different reasons that people are considering electric vehicles going forward. And there's a lot of reasons that people aren't considering electric vehicles going forward. We call them the never EVs. Okay. And a lot of it's political, a lot of it's disinformation and misinformation. Mm-hmm. So the mindset really is to overcome some of these negative thoughts that they have about the vehicle. One of the things is if most people look at how many miles they drive during the week, they never have to charge it until Sunday. Uh (laughs) Yeah. If you really look at how many miles that you're driving that vehicle in a week, and, and by the way, the range changes on a vehicle depending on your own personal driving habits, the temperature, whether you're doing city... But, you know, in an eight-hour charge, depending on what, what kind of charger you have, you can put 224 miles of charge on a vehicle. Uh, I can tell you today, Richard, I'm probably going to drive 40 miles. So if I, was a, if, if I was an EV owner today, which I personally am not, I will be shortly, but when I am, I won't charge it uh, this evening, okay? I'll wait, probably wait two or three days before I plug in my charger at home. So some of this range anxiety is really made up in our minds. Yep. I started thinking about that too. So uh, what I said to Vince recently was, I would like to spend some time with a Maki and see how that integrates into my usage of that. And I had that realization you just talked about. I don't have to charge the thing every night. I don't drive 300 miles a day, (laughs) just like I don't fill my gas tank every day. Exactly. And the thing is that gas is so prevalent. There's a gas station on every corner, so we don't even think about planning our day around gas, okay? So there is a mindset change where we say, okay, I have 224 miles left on my charge. When do I think I'm going to need to get myself charged up? Now, one of the things that Ford did differently when I talk about leaning into the dealers is that they came out and told us as dealers, if we want to be part of the Blue Oval Network, which is all the charging stations that Ford dealers across the country, and by the way, we'll be adding 30,000 Tesla charging stations into that Blue Oval Network in the next few months because there'll be an adapter where our vehicles will be able to charge at Tesla stations that all the EV buyers will soon have. We'll have public-facing charging stations for the public, not necessarily just Ford owners, 
but any chargers will be able to come to our facility here at Lakeview Ford and charge their vehicle. There'll be a, you'll put your credit card in, or if you have Ford Pass, you can just charge it to your Ford Pass account, and you can sit there and charge your vehicle. and And the fast chargers on a full charge could take from twenty to forty minutes, depending on how much charge you need. Ford has used the dealers to reduce the the range anxiety because I guess on average, you're always within nine miles of a Ford dealership. Mm-hmm. So if all of them have, and all of them won't, but if all of them have, you'll be able to get a charge anywhere with it. You'll be nine miles away. Well, and all of the manufacturers of electric vehicles, I believe, have realized that this is a, a real thing, that people are worried about how to find the next charging station. So the vehicles are really built to help you with that. And the Mach-E and the Lightning are included in that. Yeah, and I, and I know when you sat down with your contact person the other day who had the Mach-E for 30,000 miles, I'm sure he showed you the technology is amazing. You just put in point A to point B, and it shows you every charging station, what they charge, if they have level two chargers or fast chargers, if they're available, if they're in working order. I mean, they've done everything that they can to take away that anxiety, which is really phenomenal technology. And he did do that. He did show that to me, and and, uh, we'll hear more of his uh, opinions and his impressions of all of that and share a real-world experience of someone who has not only tried this but has integrated it into their life and did so even doing long-distance trips. He drove to Minnesota and back, and it was fine. And he's got 30,000 miles on it, so clearly it's not sitting around. Our CEO, Jim Farley, was in California. I think it was at Pebble Beach. They were doing some kind of a uh, launch on one of the new vehicles. And he drove to our our show in Vegas and social media followed him. And he saw uh, The Rock on the way. And he stopped at a couple of big Ford stores and stopped at a charging spot with his son. And it was pretty entertaining. They had some of the clips at the Ford meeting, but it did not go with a few hiccups. Okay. And that's what made the the trip even more valuable because even in our best laid plans, there's going to be issues. Okay. I think that they went to one charging station that had been identified as, as a fast charger that was a level two. So it took them a little bit longer to get a charge or something like that. But But the reality is, this is, I tell our people all the time, when, if you could go back in time and drive a Model T, okay, this is what we're doing right now. Okay, we're, people are going to come in and drive these cars today, like they drove the Model T in 1919 or 1920. Okay, and you'll be able to tell your kids, I drove one of the first electric vehicles that Ford came out with in, in 2021. It's not going away. Okay, but why wouldn't you why wouldn't you take that opportunity today to be one of the first? Okay, you don't have to buy. You can just come test drive or see what the technology is, because if you don't buy, I can guarantee your kids are going to buy Okay, (laughs) or your (laughs) grandkids are going to buy. It's it's inevitable. At the Gilmore Car Museum, you can drive one of those. And I wasn't very good at it. (laughs) I can tell you. (laughs) So the other thing is, uh, I'll mention, I, I happened just after you and I had conversation about Maki. I saw some chatter among some friends on, on Facebook about it. And, uh, one of them piped up and said, I have a Maki. I drive it every day. I love it. And it's wild. 
Yeah, well, the thing that people don't really understand is how fast you get power on the driving. Right. Okay, it doesn't gear up. You got the power right then. And it's quiet. There's no there's no sound of the engine. It is wild. And it's scary and it's it's fun and it's all those different things, but you get used to it. There's a lot of people who really enjoy uh driving the electric vehicle for that reason uh, alone. Well, uh, we will be talking more about these things, more specifically about some of the things that are associated with driving EVs and try to help folks understand more and be educated about EVs. But as Vince said, you can stop by Lakeview Ford at uh, Dickman at Washington and uh, take one for a spin and experience it yourself, and we won't make you charge it. <laughs> <laughs> well, our plan is going to be to have the Lightning and the Maki in the community with some of our partners readily available for people to look at, to sit in, to take for test drives, to take for a weekend, whatever it is. But we want people to get comfortable and we're going to take it upon ourselves to make sure that we're highly visible. And uh, if you see us out there, just come say hi and uh, we'll put a charge on there for you and you go zip around the uh, community. All right, we'll stay in touch, and uh, we'll talk more about this soon, Vince. Thank you. Thank you. Vince Pavone, Lakeview Ford, Community Matters.